All right, should your law firm have an email newsletter or is it just another thing that's designed to waste your time or is it just completely outdated and it's not going to work? So like I'm sure you've heard before that your law firm should have an email list that you should be growing your subscribers and a great way to grow the subscribers is to run a newsletter and to offer uh, the newsletter on your website so people can give their email address and sign up and um, get regular emails. So does that work? Uh, Well, that's what we're looking into today. So I hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Brendan Kelso, law grad turned law firm marketing specialist, founder of legalsites.com.au, and you're listening to the Better Law Firm Marketing Podcast. In this podcast, you'll learn how to leverage the most time efficient law firm marketing strategies to scale up your law firm online without breaking ethical guidelines or wasting money on expensive ads. This will help you attract your ideal clients, generate leads online, and grow a law firm that doesn't drive you completely insane. And this will help you eliminate the stress of inconsistent income, avoid the countless hours required to upskill for new types of work, and allow you to focus more on the type of legal work that you were really meant to do. And in return, I promise to give you clear and concise information based on what I'm doing right now for my clients. All right, there we go. So that is the introduction. I actually pre-recorded it this time. In previous episodes, I was saying it every time, um, saying the same thing every episode. And in the introduction, I'm actually talking about how I'm uh, teaching you all to be more efficient using law firm marketing. Um, so uh, I've recorded it this time, but if I feel like um, it's you know really awkward, then I guess I'll do something else or maybe I'll just go back to saying it again or I'll shorten the, the introduction. Who knows? Who cares? Just thought I'd let you know. Uh, quickly before I dive in, if you like free stuff, uh, go to legalsites.com.au. There's a resources tab in the menu and you can grab a law firm marketing plan PDF download or and or a case study PDF download as well. So the case study is going to show you how a client of ours has gotten uh, a great return on investment with law firm marketing and the law firm marketing plan is a law firm marketing plan. So it's all pretty self-explanatory. If you like free things, then go there and grab them. If you are a, a super top person, then leave a review for this podcast, please. I love reviews. It makes me feel really good. Uh, five stars is ideal. Apple Podcasts uh, is where you can leave that review and that really helps out with the algorithm. If you think that uh, more people should find this podcast, that's a good way of doing it. Or you can just tell your friends. That'd be awesome as well. And subscribe if you don't want to miss out on future episodes. And if you want to just say hello, um, hop on to LinkedIn and find me. i um, Brendan Kelso. I uh, Spell it. I'll spell it. It's B-R-E-N-D-A-N, Brendan, and Kelso, K-E-L-S-O. That is it. All right. We are we are starting. Okay. So, should law firms have a newsletter? Well, as usual, the answer is kind of yes and no. Um, mostly no, but I'll explain it. So, um, yes, law firms should have an email list. Yes, law firms should grow their email list. And yes, law firms can get clients through email marketing. Now, how do you get clients through email marketing? Well, 
I'll uh, explain this very quickly. So in a nutshell, uh, regular emails sent to your, your prospects is going to keep you top of mind. People check their emails pretty much every day at least once. So they're going to definitely know who you are. They're not going to forget about you. You'd be surprised how many people are just going to forget about your law firm. If they, they might see your website once and then they'll forget all about it. They'll get distracted and they'll never go back and then they'll end up hiring someone else who might not do as good of a job as you. So um, you're staying top of mind. Yeah, it reminds, reminds them that you exist. Um, it reminds your prospects that they actually uh, were researching because um, they need to get a lawyer. You know, maybe they maybe they want to get a divorce, um, and that's one of those things that people tend to put off a bit. Um, and so maybe that's reminding them, oh, I really need to do something about that. And I keep on getting emails from this law firm. You know, obviously not frequently. You're not frequently spamming them, but you're sending a modest amount of emails just to remind them that you exist and that you're very competent. Um, it shows your expertise. Okay, so you're sending emails that would usually um, maybe provide information that shows you know what you're doing. You're building trust because you're you're becoming familiar. Okay, you're no longer a stranger. Um, and uh, I'm just reading my notes here, but. Um if you want more information on like how you actually get clients with email marketing, then you're better off to go and listen to some of the previous episodes where I've talked a bit more about email marketing and content marketing. And you can also download that free law firm marketing plan PDF download um, on the legal sites website. But you get the idea. So email marketing works. Okay. It'll get you clients. Uh, it gets me clients as well. So definitely works. But uh, what about the newsletter? Like, should you offer a newsletter? Should you even have a newsletter? Like, should you have a part on your website where people can give their email address to sign up for a newsletter? Well, here's the thing. The year's 2020 right now and generally offering a newsletter sign up thing on your website, uh, there's exceptions, but generally it's considered pretty outdated. Um, not a really effective call to action, okay? Generally doesn't work that well for most you know, business websites. Okay. Of course, there are exceptions and I'll, I'll, you know, list maybe one or two of them. But, you know, if you're a website that provides extremely unique information, then a newsletter could be great. Okay. But let's be real here. Most law firms are not doing that. Um, not, I'm not throwing shade here. Just a lot of them are not providing highly unique information and I'm not saying that they should either. So generally speaking, if you're listening to this right now and you run a law firm, you probably shouldn't be relying on a newsletter sign-up feature on your website to grow your email list. Okay, Probably not going to be very effective. So um, there's a few reasons why. Okay, Generally, like the newsletter sign-up thing, it's old. Okay, it's been done. People signed up for newsletters and they just got spammed. People are getting enough emails now. There's no, we all know what it's like. You get enough emails, I get enough emails. We don't need any more emails. Okay, people are t- tired of being spammed. People, like you get signed up for, for email lists that you don't even sign up for in this country, in Australia. Okay, I don't know if that's even, I should check the laws. I'm, I'd, I'd be, I'm amazed that it happens. It, it doesn't sound legal. Uh, maybe it's a gray area. Um, but uh, we're, we're sick of it. And uh, yeah, the novelty's worn off and people generally are expecting something of more value. They're going to give their email away, some of their private information. They want a little bit more, okay? Which is fair enough. I feel exactly the same way. So here's a really important point. And this might be the most important part of the entire episode, okay? A newsletter can still be a part of your email marketing. It's just not the best way to grow your email list, okay? Really important. So in other words... Your website should offer something else 
to get email signups, generally speaking, but you can nurture your email signups with a newsletter, right? So, you offer something of high value that gets their email, right? And then in order to nurture and to become familiar and to build trust and all that, you, you sign them up to your newsletter and you send them, you know, the newsletter. And, and uh, okay, so this, this means that for most law firms, you probably should have a lead magnet on your website, okay, to get those email signups. I'll explain what a lead magnet is. Some of you might not know what that is. That's okay. Um, but you can also offer a newsletter signup um, call to action on your blog post. So, you can you can always keep that newsletter sign up thing on your website, right? And some people will sign up for that, okay? But the lead magnet really is going to be um, generally more, more effective. All right. What is a lead magnet? A lead magnet is generally just something of value that people will give their email address so they can get it. All right. So, you've ever signed up for um, some sort of... <laughs> have you ever signed up for a free law firm marketing plan PDF download or a case study PDF download. Okay, that's a lead magnet. Okay, so uh, what are some examples for law firms? All right, so um, here's a good one. So if you are, uh, I've got a client who does debt collection, like the debt collection solicitors. They are offering or will be offering a letter of demand template um, lead magnet. Okay, so you can see um, what the letter of demand looks like that they would be sending out on your behalf. Okay, pretty effective. What are some other examples? Well, there is also a client of mine, Kelso Lawyers. They actually do have a newsletter um, call to action sign up thing on their website, but that works pretty well for them because they offer unique news and content. Okay, they 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 write about stuff on their blog that most law firms don't write about. Okay, they. They have really um, great connections with the media and um, a lot of the information that's reported on Kelso Lawyers website, on the Kelso Lawyers website is unique. Um, so, people are inclined to sign up to that newsletter because um, they're generally considered a, a leading source of news on that topic, on a niche topic uh, of abuse law, specifically child sexual abuse. And uh, people who are in that target audience um Generally, um, they sign up. It's a pretty popular sign-up feature on that website. But um, Kelso Lawyers also offers lead magnets besides that newsletter, right? So they offer guides on how to get compensation on various uh, various different types of compensation for very di- various different types of um, claims. They also offer like case studies, okay, showing you know success stories for uh, for clients of theirs. They also have even like uh, they'll list the worst child sexual sex offenders um, and so on and so forth. But they have um, lead magnets and they have the newsletter opt-in, okay? As I'll, I'll reiterate, uh, it's a weird word, isn't it? But for the majority of law firms, a newsletter um, sign-up on the website is probably not going to be very effective, right? Unless you're reporting on really unique and specific information of really high quality that people can't get anywhere else, right? So, What is something of high value that your prospects might trade their email address for? So, you would have to think about that yourself. Uh, It all depends on each law firm, but I've given you a few examples. But generally speaking, like anything that's a guide, a checklist, um, like a a small ebook, uh, webinars, 
workbooks, case studies, all these things generally are pretty appealing. Um, it's not, uh, how do I explain it? People have been doing that for a while now. Okay, this isn't new, but it still works pretty well because people know at least they know what they're going to get. If they give their email address, they know they're at least going to get that checklist or whatever it is. And then they can unsubscribe if they really want to. I can tell you in my experience that most people, um, actually, I've only had one person unsubscribe so far after signing up for one of my lead magnets. Now, I know that that that, that you know, it's not going to be that low. I know that more people will unsubscribe eventually, but so far, it's you'd be pretty, you'd be amazed that if you are offering people a lead magnet of high value and they get what they want, um, there, uh, and then the emails that you send them after that, if everything's of high quality and not spammy and you're not constantly emailing them and annoying them, you'd be amazed that most people are not going to unsubscribe. Okay, even if even if you do get some people unsubscribing, don't take it personally. Um, but you'd be amazed how many people are just going to stay on your email list. All right, maybe they're not. Maybe some of them are just not going to open up many emails, but every now and then they will. Okay, and then you're going to have um, a percentage of your email list that are incredibly interested in what you do, and uh, they're going to open up your emails pretty consistently. Right, that's just just generally how it works. If you play the numbers game, you're going to get those people. So there you go. So your website, yeah, uh, you can offer a newsletter, okay, um, but uh, you, your priority is, uh, I, I advise you to be uh, prioritizing the email list to grow that email list so you can nurture those um, prospects and get some extra clients out of it. Email marketing is quite cost effective. It's much cheaper, generally speaking, than um, SEO and Google Ads. Um, of course, SEO and Google Ads are amazing, and you should definitely invest in those if you haven't already. That's just what I uh, recommend, um, you know, respectfully. Uh, so, grow that email list. You can have a newsletter sign up if you want, but you should have a, a lead magnet that is irresistible that people want. And I would be um, asking people what they want and listening to what they want so that you don't go to all the trouble to make a lead magnet that no one ends up wanting. Okay. Wouldn't it suck if you made a 20 page mini ebook, um, which that'd be a lot, uh, but wouldn't it suck if you did that and then no one ended up wanting it because it was, it was on a topic that no one really had any interest in. Okay. So do your research before you make your lead magnet and then make it and, uh, and grow that email list. And once they're on that list, nurture them with a newsletter. Okay. Or you can just send an email, uh, once a, once a week. It could be pretty informal, um, giving people relevant information. You know, every law firm's different. Okay. And I'm, and not, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail as to what your newsletter should include. If you want me to, um, talk about that more in future episodes, then let me know. Um, I'm happy to do that. But generally this, episode was really answering the question, should you have a newsletter? And the answer was pretty much yes, but uh, with, um, with, the, with the recommendations that I've provided. And also when you're sending out your newsletter, just a quick word of advice, I would avoid a lot of images and a lot of links, okay? Be very careful with that, okay? I would be going with uh, very simple sort of plain text, basic looking emails, emails that look like an email, Right, not a, not a, um, not a, a piece of marketing paraphernalia. 
Okay, I still see this uh, a fair bit. Now, if you are, um, you know, an online clothing retailer, okay, then that's different, right? You're probably going to want uh, your emails to look better. But if you're a law firm, I would be steering clear of a lot of graphics and, and crap like that, okay? Because first of all, it could get caught in the spam filter, especially if it's got um, a lot of links as well. So be very careful with that. The email um, marketing platform that you use, it will probably um, provide advice while you're making your emails, while when you're constructing your emails. If it sees something in an email that you're making that might get it flagged for spam, it is probably going to tell you that. Uh, MailChimp does. Um, so I'm assuming a lot of the other ones will do the same thing. So uh, when you're using your marketing, uh, your email marketing platform, it's probably going to be providing advice along the way for best practice, like you know how long your uh, subject uh, heading should be, yada yada yada. So do that, um, but yeah, avoid really heavy graphic newsletters generally. <laughs> All right. Awesome. That's the podcast. So it's been great having you all here. Hello to everyone overseas as well. Of course, hello everyone to in Australia. Hello everyone in the USA, the UK, Germany, Finland, and all the other countries that are tuning in. Um, and if you want to grab that law firm marketing plan or that case study, head over to legalsites.com.au in the resources tab, free download. And uh, then you'll get uh, an email generally once a week from me, just letting you know usually when the next podcast episode is out and if there's anything else that's super relevant i'll send you an email but that's about it i don't have time to um, harass people with emails every day i'm not an annoying person i have other things to do my clients are are very important so i'm usually just doing stuff for my clients and i'm not spamming lawyers because i don't want to do that to you so yeah it's i reckon it's pretty good being on my email list you know it's pretty casual and check out legalsites.com.au subscribe five star reviews are awesome and connect with me on linkedin say hello i love hearing from everyone who connects with me on linkedin who listens to this podcast that's it until next time i'm brennan kelso law grad turned law firm marketing specialist and you've been listening to the better law firm marketing podcast bye for now